Brandon Moreno proved many wrong. The Mexican fighter is coming off his most recent win against Davison Figueiredo, a victory which saw him capture the UFC Flyweight Championship, thus making him the first Mexican-born champion in the promotion. But his path to gold wasn't one that many expected. He joined the UFC through the 24th season of The Ultimate Fighter. Not only was he ranked as the lowest fighter on the show, but he also lost in the opening round of the tournament. And although he found early success in the UFC with three straight wins, he lost his next two which led to him getting cut by the promotion. But after winning the LFA Flyweight Championship, he re-signed with the UFC and hasn't lost a fight since. And with the way he won the belt, his future as UFC champion seems very bright. So how did Brendan Moreno get so good? Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to be talking about Brendan the Assassin Baby Moreno. I feel like it's almost impossible not to be happy for this man right now. Not only did he capture the belt after going through many trials and tribulations, but he is such a likable guy. And with a legion of Mexican fans behind him, he is bound to be become a huge star. This is something that many would have never predicted 5 years ago. So in this video, we're gonna take a look at his MMA career to really understand how he got so good. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamara podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. Now let's get to it. Brandon began his MMA career on April 30th, 2011 at the age of 17. His first opponent was Atik Jihad. Although Brandon faced early at adversity by eating a right hand and getting his takedowns denied. Atik brought the fight down himself but got caught in a triangle choke that forced a tap. Two months later, Brandon fought Marco Beristain. Although Brandon secured some takedowns, many of them got denied and while on top, he didn't do much. Marco on the other hand was the aggressor with his striking both on the feet and on the ground. After three rounds, he won by unanimous decision, handing Brandon his first pro loss. Following this defeat, he fought Luis Garcia. Brandon secured a takedown right away and after some time on top, he locked up an armbar that ended the fight. After this win, he fought Ron Schulzdang. Brandon found success in round 1 with takedowns and top control. But in rounds 2 and 3, Ron began to deny them and this led to big shots on the feet and on the ground. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. Two months later, Brandon fought Jonathan Carter. After eating some shots on the feet and having his initial takedowns denied, Brandon finally brought the fight down. This led to an armbar that forced Jonathan to tap. Two months later, Brandon fought Branson Hansen. Brandon's takedowns got denied which led to him getting picked apart on the feet and getting taken down himself. After three rounds, Branson won by unanimous decision. Following this defeat, Brandon fought Jesse Cruz. This was a back and forth fight that saw both men find success on the feet and on the ground. And even though Brandon ate an illegal soccer kick, he still continued to keep the action competitive. By the end, he won by split decision. Brandon won his next four fights and in the process, he became the World Fighting Federation flyweight champion. In his first title defense, he fought Matt Bedzold. I gotta give credit to Matt for fighting on only one leg and still being able to make the fight competitive. But overall, Brandon was denying most of the takedowns and was the aggressor with his grappling. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. Brandon defended this belt two more times before becoming a contestant on the 24th season of The Ultimate Fighter. In a season full of flyweight champions from other promotions, the UFC matchmakers ranked all 16 of them. Brandon was ranked at number 16, the lowest ranked champion of the tournament. In the first round, he went up against number 1 ranked Alexander Pantoja. Brandon lost the fight in the second round via rear naked choke. Despite being eliminated from the tournament, Brandon signed with the UFC. His first fight with the promotion was against the 5-1 favorite, Luis Smoka. Brandon secured a takedown and spent some time on top. Once the fight got back up, Luis brought it down again but got caught in a guillotine that forced him to tap. Two months later, Brandon fought Ryan Benoit. Brandon connected with the better shots on the feet and avoided most of the returning fire. He also brought the fight down a few times. By the end, he won by split decision. Following this win, he fought Dustin Ortiz. Although Brandon 
Kevin got taken down a few times, he was finding success with his striking. This led to a head kick in round 2 that dropped Dustin. Brendan rushed in with punches before locking up a rear naked choke that put Dustin to sleep. Three months later, Brendan went to Mexico City and fought Sergio Pettis, making it his first main event in the UFC. Despite finding early success by bringing the action down and almost finishing Sergio with a rear naked choke, Brendan got outstruck afterwards for the rest of the fight. By the end, Sergio won by unanimous decision. After this defeat, Brendan fought Alexander Pantoja, making it their second meeting. Brendan secured a takedown early on, but for the rest of the fight, he got picked apart on the feet. After three rounds, Alexander won by unanimous decision. This two-fight losing streak was enough for the UFC to cut Brendan from the promotion, so he signed with the Legacy Fighting Alliance and fought for the Flyweight Championship. His opponent was champion, Mikhail Perez. After denying the takedowns, Brendan rocked Mikhail on the feet before finishing him on the ground with punches, making Brendan the LFA Flyweight Champion. And with this one win, he was back with the UFC. His return fight was in Mexico City and his opponent was former ACB Flyweight Champion, Askar Askarov. Despite getting taken down and defending submissions, Brendan found more success on the feet and even dropped Askar with a knee to the head. He even secured the takedown of his own near the end of the fight. But after three rounds, the fight was ruled as a split draw. At UFC 245, Brendan fought Kai Kara France. Both men traded on the feet for the entire fight. And although Kai had his moments, it was Brendan who continued to press forward and return the more significant shots. And as the fight went on, Brendan was the fresher fighter. After three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. Three months later, he fought Juicier Formiga. Brendan was the aggressor on the feed, and after three rounds, he won by unanimous decision. At UFC 255, he fought Brendan Royval. After trading on the feet, Moreno brought the fight down and tried to lock up a rear naked choke. Royval was able to defend it, and after trying to lock up a leg, his shoulder popped out. This gave Moreno the opportunity to throw punches that forced referee Mark Goddard to step in. This three-fight win streak gave Brendan a shot at the title. So at UFC 256, he fought UFC flyweight champion, Davison Figueredo. These two went to war. Davison was the aggressor on the feet early by landing the harder shots, but Brendan connected with some of his own and secured takedowns. It was a very close fight and in round 3, Davison threw a kick that went low. So referee Jason Herzog deducted a point from him. Despite this low blow and eating some hard shots, Brendan was a fresher fighter as the fight went on. This gave him the opportunity to connect on the feet and secure more takedowns. It was a very close fight, especially with the point deducted from Davison. So after 5 rounds, it was ruled as a majority draw. Of course, an immediate rematch had to be made. And that went down at UFC 263. Brendan seemed to be on a mission in this fight as he started off strong on the feet. This included a jab that dropped Davison. Even though Brendan got taken down, he was able to reverse the position and then secure a takedown of his own. In round 3, he brought the fight down again and this time, he got a hold of Davison's back. And eventually, Brendan locked up a rare naked choke that forced a tap, making him the new UFC flyweight champion and the first Mexican-born champion in the promotion. Dana White said before this fight that if Brendan wins, he will blow up in Mexico. And he was right, as even though Brendan had many Mexican fans supporting him before, now it's on a whole nother level. And I think that stardom can expand worldwide, as Brendan's English is great, and overall, he's such a nice person. So after going 19-5-2 in a career that saw him become the UFC flyweight champion, the LFA flyweight champion, and the WFF flyweight champion, how did Brendan Moreno get so good? So let's start off with his bread and butter, and that is his wrestling and jiu-jitsu. From the beginning until now, he is able to secure takedowns and do damage on top with ground and pound. It's also difficult to take him down and even if that does happen, he can easily get back up or reverse the position. But his jiu jitsu is what really impresses me. His rear naked choke is his most dangerous submission. Once he gets a hold of his opponent's back, it's difficult for them to shake him off or reverse him. And trying to finish him by submission is too difficult of a task. His grab
ground game has always been solid, but it has definitely improved over the years. But the even bigger improvement in his game is his striking. Before, he would get picked apart on the feed, and his only way to stop that was to bring his opponent down. I do have to give him credit for his granite chin and overall toughness, which has led to no defeats by KO or TKO. But back in the day, his striking was non-existent. And although he improved a little over the years, it wasn't until he got cut by the UFC when he really started to develop on the feet. Maybe the motivation of being released made him realize that he needed to become more well-rounded. And it worked because after winning the LFA belt and a fight that saw him win by strikes, he continued to find success on the feet when he signed back with the UFC. His punches and kicks are beautiful and he mixes them up well in his combos. His head kick in general is very impressive. He's not afraid to press forward and take some shots in order to return some as well. And his pace on the feet is difficult for any of his opponents to match due to his impressive cardio. And to be honest, I think his striking hasn't even reached its peak yet. But it's still good enough to compete with a fast and heavy hitter like Davison Figueredo. In fact, he made huge improvements from their first matchup to their second. And a lot of that improvement has to do with his confidence. Brendan himself said that he was inspired by UFC strawweight champion Rose Namajunas for his second fight with Davison. Her mindset going into her fight with then champion Weili Zhang was her belief in herself being the best. And Brendan agrees that a fighter really needs to believe that in order to become a champion. And that's what it looked like from the pre-fight press conference to him saying soy al mejor during the introductions. This all led to a dominant performance that many, including myself, did not expect. But like many times in his career, Brendan has proven people wrong. From being the 16th ranked fighter on The Ultimate Fighter to being cut by the UFC, he was always the underdog. Yet that did not deter his mindset from believing that he is the best. And now that he's holding UFC gold, I hope he keeps thinking this and continues to grow as a fighter so that he can have a long championship reign. Because with his skill set, amazing work ethic, and down to earth personality, there is no fighter that I want to see succeed more than Brendan Moreno. My name is Keon and this is my take on Brendan the Assassin Baby Moreno. You agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, cause I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you on my next one.